The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. So... That happened, that being week 13 of the NFL season, and I'm willing to bet most of my friends and most of you didn't sit through nearly five hours of nonsense to watch your team lose to the 2-10 and 10 Cardinals. Hi, everybody. Chris Mack in for Joe Ostrowski for one more day here on BetQL Daily. Lucky enough to be joining Ed Egros and Aaron Hawksworth live coast to coast on the BetQL Network. We appreciate you joining us wherever you may be in the world. Download that free Odyssey app and take us with you. A-U-D-A-C-Y or watch the show depending on what you're doing today. You can do that while you're on the move as well via twitch.tv slash betql and youtube search for the odyssey sports channel today on betql daily until noon eastern 9 pacific we will break down everything that happened during yesterday's nfl slate the insanity of the college football playoff committee we dive into in great detail in about 20 minutes and oh we look up it's a monday night perhaps the monday night football game that we'll talk about in the second hour of the show is not the most attractive don't worry you've got the nba mid-season tournament quarterfinals to touch on as well a lot to talk about today bet ql court we had a little bit of an altercation in the midst of what was supposed to be the best game of the week but didn't really end up being that at all uh good morning friends it was a chalky day uh other than some of the weird spots that we got including here in my backyard a very chalky day eight and two against the spread nine and one straight up until well until the packers really look really really good against the chiefs last night ed they certainly did, and they were certainly aided by officiating uh, at the end of that game. Now, I suppose both teams were, but, you know, it's one of those deals where, yes, watching the Green Bay Packers offense all of a sudden revolutionize itself and evolve from the start of the season all the way up to now has been super impressive, especially doing it against the Kansas City Chiefs secondary that we thought a lot about. Like, we thought really highly of this young, scrappy group 
But then we also saw a couple of injuries start to sink in a little bit. And it was one of those deals where the Packers were smart enough and Matt LaFleur is smart enough to know how to take advantage of such situations. One of the things that I found particularly impressive was that the Packers were running motion on 70% of plays over the last four weeks. That's the sixth highest rate in football. You combine that with an improving quarterback and also who can also scramble, you've got a really fun offense. And I'd argue one of the more fun offenses in the NFL. And it's something where this Chiefs group had to keep up with Jordan Love. As great as this Chiefs defense has played, they still gave up 27 points. And it was Pat Mahomes, it was incumbent upon himself to be able to keep up in a game like this. And the red zone woes are still very much a thing. It has not gone away. Who do you trust outside of Travis Kelsey? We are still not sure of this. And then a new problem popped up in last night's game for the Chiefs. The fact that Patrick Mahomes was sacked three times, that doesn't happen. He's incredibly mobile. He always gets out of harm's all way. All in the red zone, then, too, Ed. All in the red zone. Yeah, all in the red zone. Like, this is something where you figure, okay, Mahomes will always make something out of nothing. That's what he does. That's what makes him the GOAT. He didn't do it this time. And granted, this Packers defense, there's a lot to like here. But I wasn't expecting them to take Mahomes down in the red zone three times, Aaron. Yeah, I wasn't either. I mean, the Chiefs, we keep saying it all year. They just don't seem like the same team. As for the Packers, mm -hmm. I think it is time we call them for real. It is so exciting to see what Jordan Love and Christian Watson are able to do. And credit to Matt LaFleur. I didn't even remember seeing him listed for Coach of the Year. I see him at 16-1. to 1. I think that's a very interesting market, probably too little too late for the Packers. But certainly, they are looking playoff team and they don't play a team with a winning record the rest of the way so awesome stuff to see Jordan Love really develop and come into his own at this point in the season they're definitely for real I was impressed I thought our lead would be oh the Chiefs lost with Taylor Swift in the building that's not the lead <laughs> No, the lead, it the, the, it, yeah, it could be, if not for uh, Taylor being outshined. Maybe it's not outshined, because that, 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 it wasn't shiny by the officiating on the final drive, especially. Uh, Absol I mean, the last minute and, a, a minute and five seconds of this game were a travesty to officiating everywhere. You have the unnecessary mm -hmm. roughness penalty, uh, called on Owens when he hits Patrick Mahomes in the field of play. Um, that's a, a, and didn't a give up on the play, right? Mahomes, and and right yet. at the first down marker too. So mm -hmm. you have that. You have the. You have. Let's see. We have I, Isaiah Pacheco uh, trying to knock someone out in the midst of a fumble being returned that wasn't a fumble. It was there was, and then you have late in that ball game as well. Uh, what could have been DPI on the Hail Mary, although how often do we see DPI on Hail Marys? There was just a lot of bad officiating on that final drive. That's not the story, though. You're right. The story is the Packers may be for can, can real. We, There's can we story. add one more to that? Can we add one yes. more to that real fast? The one where Marquez Valdez-Scantling was trying oh, to yes. get out of bounds but was pushed backwards. You know, you look at all the other calls, and they're bang-bang plays. They can be close. You might have missed something, you know, in the span of half a second. Mm -hmm. it, it's not good, but okay, whatever. MVS was getting pushed backwards and going out of bounds. 
That is an obvious call. Anybody could have seen that, where the clock is supposed to continue to run if you're being pushed backwards. If you're going forwards and going out of bounds, then yes, you stop the clock. That was painfully obvious. I thought it was the worst call of the night, and it just ruined what otherwise was a really exciting game with a really exciting outcome that has a lot of ramifications going forward. Yeah, that should have been the last play of the game. There were only 15 seconds left on the clock there. They're probably yes. not able to get up on the line and run another play at that point. You also had Valentine basically draping himself on Valdez Scantling's back a couple plays later and no DPI mm-hmm. called there in what very well could have been a defensive pass interference situation. But I think despite all the officiating controversy, despite the questions we continue to have about the weapons at Mahomes' disposal, you see him throw the pick late on a ball where Sky Moore kind of gave up on the route. There are a million things going on with Kansas City in their offense. The defense didn't perform against Jordan Love, who may be legit now. The Packers are 6-6, six and six, and they right now would be the final wild card in the NFC playoff picture. I think you're right, Aaron. With the slate ahead of them, that's the story. That's the takeaway here, especially as far as betting markets are concerned. If you like the Packers, now may be the time to start leaning in on them and leaning in on Jordan Love as well. Yeah, not a lot of value on them to make the playoffs. It's like minus 215, something like that. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. Whereas, you know, I, one other point I want to make about the Chiefs, just from a betting perspective, couple couple of the last seasons, you know, they're down. You're like thinking, oh, it's Pat Mahomes. He's going to find a way. You can get some value on this incredible comeback. I don't think that's the case with this team. Whereas the Packers, you know, I was doubting them for a while, and they're just like, okay, they did it again. They did it again. Okay, I guess they're for real now. And how much does it say about this Packers team when you do beat up on a Chiefs team that obviously isn't as good as they have been? Man, I, I they've got to be kicking themselves about, you know, weapons that they could have gotten, you know, and moves they could have made. I think they yeah. just got, I've said it before, arrogant with, oh, we got Pat Mahomes. We could have these scrub receivers and it's really not working. No offense to Rasheed Rice, of course. I'm not a no, thank you. Yeah, he's, he, he looks like he's starting to figure some things out, too. Um, but I do think, you know, it, it's, as far as the the Packers go, this was the first opportunity for Jordan Love to really ball out against a quality defense. And we talked about that on Thursday and Friday, right? Like, he had done it against Detroit. He had done it uh, against, uh, who, who was it the week before? But he, he had, had uh, the Chargers. It, he had not mm-hmm. really done it yet. He had been stymied by the Steelers defense earlier this year by the Broncos defense earlier this year. He did it against a quality defense. And so I, as someone who went on a giant rant yesterday about Jordan Love not being there yet, I'll own up to it and say, wrong. Jordan Love looks like he's here. Looks like he's ready to help lead mm-hmm. the Packers, especially through the back half of that slate. Um, as far as AFC wildcard stuff, maybe we can touch on it later. But it was, it was messy. Uh, you had the Texans outlasting the Broncos in what was actually a really good game. Colts survived the Titans in OT in what was a similarly crazy game. Chargers beat the Patriots 6-0. And then the Cardinals dominating the Steelers in Pittsburgh. We will get to everything that happened in Philly with the Niners and Eagles and Big Dom and Dre Greenlaw and and the Niners' dominance of Philly in, in a little bit when we have a little more time to maybe expand on it. But just the AFC wild card right now, guys, the teams that are involved in it, Uh, The Browns actually looked okay with Flacco at quarterback yesterday for a bit before the Rams took over. This is kind of a, 
this is like a the last couple weeks of Survivor when everybody's trying to figure out how they're going to stay on the island, Ed. And these teams, especially with the injuries for some of them, look like they're just trying they're just trying to keep their heads above water. I just need to be able to get that one last big gasp of <laughs> breath because it's a mess. The AFC Wild Card picture presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus It certainly is. And I think one of the misnomers that we had during the preseason, one of our priors, was that, okay, it's going to be an absolute log jam, and we're going to have a couple of really good teams get left out of the mix. I think it might be the opposite, where we might have a couple of not-so-good teams get into the mix. When you were watching that Colts-Titans game, as insane as that was, and boy, there were some insane things that happened there, you figured... The Colts could very well make the playoffs. Are we really scared of them? Are we impressed by them? I don't think I am. Not at this rate. It's possible the Browns with Joe Flacco at quarterback could very well make the playoffs. Are we impressed by them? We like their defense. But look, that defense gave up a lot to the Rams. And that, to me, is its own talking point just in terms Mm -hmm. of how much this Rams offense has impressed us, uh, surprisingly so. But maybe we shouldn't have been surprised because Sean McVay is still a head coach, Matt Stafford still a quarterback, all that stuff. But the Browns have not impressed us as of late. They might make the playoffs. The Texans, they have impressed us in a lot of ways, but losing Tank Dell is really, really significant. They might be able to overcome that. They might not. But the, regardless, the point is that as impressive as Houston has been offensively, we still have some questions about if they can make the playoffs. And so it is very much a logjam. 
the Buffalo Bills are still alive and well, I will probably be saying this even when we start the playoffs and the Bills aren't in it, that the Buffalo (laughs) Bills are still alive and well, but I still believe in this. Yeah, phenomenal time to be the president of the Nico Collins fan club. I was like, this is awesome. Way to go, Nico. It's really impressive what CJ Stroud is doing. You lose Tank Dell and like it's that offense didn't even skip a beat. You you look at the tiebreakers, though. The Browns win the tiebreaker over the Colts. I'm with you, Ed. I hope the Colts drop out of the playoffs somehow, <laughs> some way. They're just kind of For there. our They're mental health, team. Aaron. <laughs> yeah, like, get them out. We're done. I, I don't want them in. Uh, and then the Broncos have the tiebreaker over the Bills. The Colts have the tiebreaker over the Texans. So it's kind of uh, murky waters here. It's, it's going to be interesting. And I think Ed made a really good point too, Aaron. Like you talk about the mess that this thing is. Each team has a giant question mark hanging over it, or maybe multiple question marks, right? Like Buffalo, can they consistently find their offense and can their defense hold up their end of the bargain? Broncos, is what we saw for the four or five weeks leading into yesterday real? Can Russ do that down the stretch? Texans, can CJ Stroud keep it up? Maybe without Tank Dell. Um, The Colts, I mean, look... They've been doing it all year. I don't know how, but they just keep doing it uh, despite uh, all the injuries. The Browns and their defense and Miles Garrett being less than 100%. And then you get to, to I, I was, I guess I'll call them my Steelers. Uh, and Kenny Pickett out for the next uh, four weeks, most likely. And I don't know if that matters or not for an offense that should be built from the run game up, but they were within a win against the 2-10 and ten tanking Cardinals of moving right onto the Ravens' heels. They were right there, and they made a mess of themselves yesterday. you got T.J. Watt complaining about officiating after the game. You've got Mike Tomlin saying that they, they it was a bad day at the office. Everything went wrong, but you can't blame it on the weather delays. You can't blame it on anything other than that defense, which is supposed to be elite, Ed. They got... They got the ball shoved down their throat. A 99-yard, 15-play, 99-yard drive late in the second quarter after the Steelers got stopped on the goal line that changed that game. TJ Watt, three pressures. Alex Highsmith, three pressures. They did not cover Trey McBride at all. Mm. In fact, uh, it looked like linebackers were covering him uh, a good bit for his catches. That's a problem. You don't want the Arizona Cardinals to out-scheme you, and that's exactly Mm. what happened. James Conner did not have an extraordinary performance, just plus nine rushing yards over expected, but his outside runs were fantastic. How he did against stacked boxes was phenomenal. This defense took a major step back. Do not talk about the quarterback situation. That's not important. It's the defense that struck. They're in a bad spot. As is, it feels like every AFC wildcard team right now. We're going to get deep into (laughs) Niners-Eagles in 20 minutes, but coming up next... Florida State gets screwed. The CFP committee made their decision. We'll talk about it here on BetQL Daily.